Good afternoon, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. 12.59. Beautiful, beautiful day. Cold, but beautiful day in Hamilena. Uh, <coughs> I saw frost when I went out to pee this morning, so just to give you an idea, we're looking at the freezing threshold has been crossed. So, just got back from the library. And I guess, where do I start? Got a couple of things. Kind of funny. Well, I'll start maybe with the simplest of all. So, <clears throat> went to get my hot drink done, and I'm like, well, let me just, you know, turn the hot water on. <laughs> See how it's working out, and <laughs> it wasn't working. So, kind of waited. I had replaced a gas bottle with a one that was lower. So I'm like, well, let me put the big one. Maybe there's something going on with the pressure. Maybe there's not enough pressure from the gas. So I put the full one again a little bit later and uh, it wasn't working anyway. So I called Paco again and he came within like five minutes. He was there. He must have been, I'm not sure exactly where he lives or he must have been on the way is my guess. And so uh, yeah, they didn't really have anything new to try, basically. So they ended up calling the technician, but they couldn't get through. They kind of left a message. And so basically we're like, well, I'm going to wait for him to call back, you know, and then uh, I'll also give him your phone number. If he called you, please call me. And and then we'll see you later. And I'm like, fine. And so went to the library. And when I got back, within five minutes, they were there. They'd come actually a bit earlier, but I was at the library. So and I guess it was not a big deal, so they didn't call me to have me come to unlock the door. And basically, they tweaked a little bit, checked the gas line. The guy was like, he believed it had to do with gas supply. And um, did a couple of things, and then it worked. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm going on a walk. And then I'm planning to take a nice shower and uh, to do some uh, hand laundry, hand washing. So that was fun. Now you must be wondering, but Anthony, how come you didn't try to take a shower last night? I mean, it's Wednesday, so it's not church day. Uh, it's been two days. And you would be right. If for the fact that I chose to call a friend. And I was on the phone with him for <laughs> almost four hours. That's <laughs> a long freaking conversation. And we go all over the place, you know. I do have a tendency to be very scatterbrained on some of those things. And it was fine with that. So it was enjoyable. And it was basically after 9 p.m. You know, I called him when I was on finishing my walk. And... Uh, and by then, basically, the bathroom was going to be cold and the house was, you know, getting pretty cold. And, uh, and I was like, eh, I'll wait. I'll do it in the morning. So that's why I didn't take a shower last night. And then we'll see now. He gave me a trick in case uh, to make this thing work because it looks like the technician won't be able to come until next week. So well played by ears. Well played by ears. So, anywho, 
So that's kind of for that. But those guys are very nice. And there was something funny because I'm looking at... So Paco is the main guy. He's the guy that was there before. But in the last uh, two, three days, he's come with this other guy. And um, I'm kind of looking at him and I'm like, oh, hold on, don't you have a brother? And I was like, he looks like Paco, like the fruit and vegetable guy. And fair enough, that's his brother. Anywho, that was kind of cute. And that was kind of cute. So anyway, that was nice. That was that. So, I'm now embarking on a nice walk. I do have church tonight. And, uh, but it's, wow. I mean, if we are, basically there is, a, I'm, I'm looking at the next 10 days forecast. There is a, no cloud in sight. And, well, I mean, this is a time really now where, you know, where the rain is going to come down, if it's going to come down. So, but I'm uh, <laughs> going to complain. So, cold weather, but glorious sun. And just the fact of actually of just having that sun makes such a huge difference for me, you know, to want to be outside. I mean, unless it was raining... And in cold, you know, I more than likely would not go out. Unless we're looking at day in, I mean, days and days of non-stop. Then I would have to find a way to move around. But man, when you have that kind of a sun, when I went to the library, you could see it started picking in. And I was like, wow, amazing. It's really, really beautiful light here. Beautiful light. So, So we'll do that. And then I got my, uh, I got this bucket, I guess a little tub. And then I'll, uh, basically what I'm going to do is use a washing machine detergent. Um, and then put it in there and then let it soak for a little bit. And then just scrub it. And then that's it. And then they have a thing called Kita Mancha, which is a stain remover. Which actually is very cute. Kita, Kita means to, to take away, to remove. In manchas, it's a stain. So it's uh, simple enough, right? Well, I guess stain remover, kind of like the English. But there's something to me just sounds very simple. Kind of like it. It's very catchy. Muy pegadizo. So anyway, so that was that. And then, then Antonio, I got him over my uh, the cooking book. So he's basically going to proofread it. You know, and then... Uh, which will leave to peel out just uh, just a few things to go over that we've already gone over, and then she may want to change some of it, and then uh, and then and that will be it. It's already uh, he's already on the ball. It was like telling me maize, uh, corn, which is you know M A I tilde, which is the accent, top right to the bottom left, and then uh, Z, and I put an S. So it was like, kind of like telling me, it's like, yeah. So that's one of the bad thing about learning several languages with similar root. It's going to create confusion. So, yeah, very cute. So we're talking a little bit, and of course, I thanked, thanked him profusely, you know, about uh, me being willing to help out. So very, very nice. And actually, yesterday we were talking, and I mean, he's overweight. You know, he's a young fellow. And he's overweight. 
and he was mentioning, you know, about that, about not eating well. Basically, doesn't eat bean. Doesn't. He's not a big fan of vegetable or fruits. And I'm like, interesting, you know. And but I'm cool with it. You know, it's like, well, that's all right, man. You know, that's where you are. That's okay. And I'm like, you know, I'm here until March, so you know, I'm here. If uh, if at one point, you know, you're curious or maybe interested, let me know. I'd be happy to, uh, you know, to help out if I can. So that was kind of for that. But uh, I guess to go back to that uh, French friend, it's a guy I met in 2019. And I was thinking, you know, talking to the guy, or maybe it was after, you know, that I have a, I mean, I do have few guys that I can really call friends. I mean, Antonio, I mean, I've known him for a while, but, you know, I just met him once and stayed, you know, two nights at his place. But I do, you know, I do consider him a friend and and then Gilles, the, those two French guys actually too. And Matthew, you know, as well. It's just uh, that it's quite far, you know, California and... Uh, but it's kind of cool to uh, to be able to foster, you know, those kind of relation, to to have friendship with men, which for me has always been a challenge. And uh, you know, and it's not because we are so alike. Actually, if anything, really, uh, we are quite different. You know, we are quite different, but. Sorry, hold on. But anywho, for what it's worth, I'm, I'm like, that's pretty cool, you know, that I'm developing some uh, quote-unquote healthy relationship, you know, with other men. And uh, though I don't know in terms of physical contact now, you know, because Antonio was uh, the last time, you know, that one evening we had. I uh, I smoked some hash with him, hashish with him, and I realized that's more than likely uh, that stuff. I'm more than likely not going to do it anymore. Uh, you know, even like the experience was like okay, you know, kind of like getting kind of like a buzz type deal. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not looking after feeling good. You know, feeling good doesn't seem to uh, to get you any further along the track. If anything. It's kind of the going up on a roller coaster, which means next you're going down. I, I don't quite see a, a spiral staircase there. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, and of course, you know, when I was there, I went to church and he doesn't. And the two, those two guys actually are quite anti-religion. They are very adamant and I, of course, completely respect it. I have nothing against that. And actually talking to Gilles last night, you know, kind of uh, bridging the topic of the why. Kind of talking about, you know, like learning languages and how people are looking at it. And I'm like, you're not a better person because you can speak more languages. You're not happier. You know, this kind of way of looking at things, which is if you can accumulate knowledge, somehow it opens more door. And somehow that very act means something better. And I'm like, 
I don't agree. The, the fact that you have more option doesn't make you more prone to be happy. It just doesn't. It has nothing to do with it. It is kind of like saying, if you have two arms, then you can do more than somebody who only has one. But what does it have to do with happiness? So I was like, yeah, even talking about, you know, going to this country, and if you can speak the language, it makes things easier, which is true. But at the same time, many people, like the English guy, doesn't speak English or Spanish or just a few things. And you know what? He's going to find his way. He's going to have a place to stay. He's going to eat. So it's like, yes, it is a little more tricky. And if anything, that may be a good thing because you're going to learn things out of it, out of that challenging situation. But we're not talking about cheating your pen challenging. You know, you'll get by. You'll be all right. It'll just require of him to do something a little more different and it won't be as convenient. So for me, you could say it is traveling is going to be more convenient because of uh, my ability to converse in, you know, more than one language. Anyhow, so, and it was kind of like saying, you know, it was like confusing what I was saying. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm using too many words. And um, I was basically trying to get that point across. This why. Why do we start on that path instead of that one? Where is that decision process taking place? Because I really don't believe we are, most of us are aware of it. It's just happening. And who we were 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago does not see the world the way we do now. And it feels to me like this it is this antiquated decision-making system that is in dire need of an updating. That's kind of what it feels like to me as I am, you know, kind of becoming aware of some of my copying mechanisms, things in place. But anyway, it was kind of fun. Uh, it was kind of a kind of a nice exercise. Talked about music. He's, a, he's also plays the guitar, the ukulele. Played in the band when he was younger. Oh, there was something weird that happened. Obviously, there's no way for you to get hold of me, but um, so I, I have an iPhone. He doesn't. He has a Samsung. I don't think it matters. But we're on WhatsApp, and at one point I'm back in a house. He's home. He's basically he pulled his back, so it's like his third week recovering so he's in there and he has his guitar and he, he plays some things of blues and so I'm like hey you know what here let me show you something that I'm being that I'm working on I'm not sure where I'm going and I start to play it and then I realize the phone is not on speakerphone so I put it on and then it tells me he can't hear it anymore and he could hear it before I put it on speakerphone, which was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But uh, then I put it back on regular phone, and he can't hear it anyway. And I'm thinking he's pulling my leg. Me está tomando el pelo. And I kept believing it because I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. If it works that way, and I change it, and then put it back to that, it doesn't make any sense that 
you wouldn't be able to hear what you could hear a minute ago. But basically, I'm more than likely 70-80% on his side that somehow a glitch happened. And uh, it was kind of very funny where he just he could hear me talk, but he couldn't hear the guitar, which was louder than me. How weird is that? So I don't know. It was some kind of noise reduction or what? Or if he considered it background noise, I don't know. And the weird thing is that, you know, I recorded all my songs just like that. You know, just by putting the phone in front of me and then just playing. I'm a low-tech kind of a guy, you know. <laughs> Maybe one day I will have some, uh, some higher quality uh, headset or headphones you know, with a really proper noise reduction, like the Blue Parrot. When I was trucking, I used to have the, these headsets. They're very nice, very high quality. And those trucks are very noisy. And sometimes people can barely hear anything, which is amazing. Anyhow. But anyway, that was kind of a funny, little silly anecdote. Anyway, I'm back on the same climb because, well, number one, I like it. It's kind of a nice, quick, easy. I just don't know what I'm going to do after. Uh, I know I'm going to go the long way if I get back on the road, but I may go left instead of right. We'll see. We'll see. I have time. Uh, anywho. Anywho. So. I guess I'm in the thick of things right now, you know, dealing with the water heater and uh, I guess with my limited social interactions. And uh, and of course, uh, my life is kind of low-key. But Pilar is coming on Saturday. So she's actually coming with a share ride. So she won't be driving. So... Uh, I think my mother likely then will come and pick and, well, actually, more likely I'll bring the car and then she'll be the one driving, I would think so, and then bring the car to Hain and then we'll more likely will come here in Hamilena and I think another place. So I'll be seeing her for a little while. Well, like I say, <laughs> I'll, I'll just see of her what she let me see of her. So that's kind of coming up, and uh, I mean, there is a it's always the same thing here. I can feel the heat in my jacket, but the hands are cold, which surprisingly, again, I'm fine. I don't mind the cold finger. Interesting, maybe the turmeric and the ginger and the black pepper that I daily take are making a difference. You know, circulation, possibly. But it will be... All that heat will dissipate rather rapidly when I'm on the top. Because then there's no much up and down. Anyhow. That's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Uh, 
Is there anything on the... Is there anything going on? I mean, there really isn't much on the emotional level. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm on idle mode. It kind of feels like it, you know. That uh, I had a very strong, very strong uh, yoga session this morning. Feeling good about my warrior pose in my sun salutation. I mean, feeling strong, you know. Again, this is a, the pose to me. Uh, this asana that has been challenging. And of course, I don't stay forever because when you do a sun salutation, there is a sequence led by the breath. And then you have all those poses that you sequentially put together. And so, but I do hold my breath a little longer, basically before exhaling, so I can stay a little longer and work on that triangle pose, you know, front leg, back leg, and, my, and the, the hands together pointing upward, the head tilting up, chest forward, up. Anyhow, I'm about to the top here of the climb. Yeah, it is cold. Makes me think of, uh, you know, some of the skiing days to a crisp, cold, beautiful day, sunny, beautiful slopes, you know. But cold, but cold, but it's nice to be, it's nice to be able to go out and to enjoy, you know, a nice hike. I, I, I do see myself, you know, doing a little less on the physical side. Uh, I don't know. I can see that the running, honestly, it's it's on the side for now. I'm not even really even thinking about it. I'm not feeling the call of the wild for it. So, but I do want to, you know, for sure to move. And I have awesome terrain. You know, I didn't bring oh, I didn't bring my backpack. I could have done that. Uh, and here we are at the top. I think otherwise I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna finish on that sloth. Something I had this morning. So I'm reading, you know, the Desert Father, Philokalia, and I forgot this one, what's his name? But he has like 226 and basically quote unquote advices. I forgot what they call it in a book. And uh, you know, reflecting because I am. I am playing, maybe struggling a little bit with the uh, what am I doing in this church, you know, when I don't agree with it. So I have those two opposing views that just keep showing it from time to time. And not that I have to act on them, but they are there. And I acknowledge them when they come. But, uh, you know, and then I'm reading about this guy, about uh, karma yoga. And to me, it just makes more sense because it talks about, you know, the positive is what always works. So the idea is to focus on that. And then you look at a lot of Christianity, it's quite negative, right? If you, you need to do that because if you don't do that, you're going to burn in hell. So it's like fear of punishment that's supposed to, to get you to put on your yoke and to wear your cross and, you know, to not expect anything, not look for justice in the world, to turn the other cheek. And uh, I think more and more I can see how they are driving at the same point because 
the idea is to diminish, you know, to reduce the ego. Diminish. I'm not even sure that's disminuir. That's a Spanish word. Uh, reduce, reducir. Actually, you can say too. But the idea of making yourself less important. You know, more and more, and I'm seeing it in the movie as well. It's a lot about me. You know, about what I feel, and about reinforcing that. That idea is through what you're feeling about who you think you are. So I do those things, and I feel the way that I do. And if I feel good, then I want to begin it. And if I don't, then I want to avoid it. And that's basically, you know, the law of attraction and repulsion. So the clinging, in which the Buddhists so famously talk about. And, and it's kind of starting to make sense in a different way. You know, and I was even talking to... Uh, Antonio about that yesterday at the library is like, isn't it interesting that those things that we enjoy so much have deleterious effect, effectos uh, perjudiciales or nocivos? How weird is that? What, what a weird rompecabeza, uh, whatever, it's not puzzle, doesn't work. What a weird. Uh, headbanger, you know, that having to go against that part of you that's saying, I want that. And to me, it just feels like it's, a, it's an, another nuance, almost like another layer of that onion that's being peeling itself off, you know, kind of quietly. And the idea is that, wow, I can't take for granted what it feels like. It's not enough, you know. And if anything, if I do things because I feel great, then it's kind of more kind of like the, the behavior of a drug addict. Wow, I think they've ripped. There was a sign here of Hamilena. I think he was here not too long ago. So some people have been working hard at tearing up the... They have like a rail made of wood to help people to give support because it's quite steep in area. And they've torn it down, like you can see it all over the place. Uh, interesting. And then now they've torn off the... There was a little kind of uh, information um, poster board of sort. Anyway, it's been torn. So the idea of, uh, you know, aversion or attraction or, you know, wanting or hating. And then that is actually not the best place to stand on. So... You know, that middle way, which is like, take care of your needs, you know, find out what is essential, you know, your base, and then address it, you know, take care of those things, but don't go further. Don't overinvest. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just going to have a weird segue, which is, uh, just in case you wonder, yesterday, uh, uh, Isabel called to basically move the, the consultation to next week. So that's why, actually, I'm not talking about it because it didn't happen yesterday. She didn't feel up to it, and she wanted to wait more, one more week, which is great. Good communication. So to go back to the topic at hand, this idea about becoming skeptical of the quality of my experience, you know. Uh, and uh, I think I can attribute some of that to me doing the... I do. I guess I'm going to attribute some of it to cooking. 
you know, which to me, it's been something throughout so many years that has been stuck with me like a twin. This relationship that I have with food, cooking, you know, now nutrition. And there is something there. And, uh, and so here I am now. You know, and of course, what a luxury, you know, that's kind of, uh, <laughs> that's what's important to me, to ask those questions, to explore those dark corners of my psyche, you know, and I was talking to Gilles about that, the French, my friend, and that, you know, when so many people have trouble to get uh, to the end of the month, you know, struggling, suffering, and for me, it is kind of a, uh, existential self-exploration that just keeps going and again i don't feel privileges you know i don't uh i don't feel it's wrong or you know it's something special it just is what it is but it's like i just uh you know i can't make sense of it i can't make sense of it like i can't make sense of pilar it's basically that kind of situation where your mind is just like why the fuck is that happening you know, why, you know, my last four years have been what they have been. This kind of weird trend that makes no sense. I can't, I can't copyright it. You know, I can't patent it. There's no recipe. I have no idea. I am blinded when it comes to my own life. But yet, the quality of the experience, some of the... You know, the byproduct, the postbiotic product or probiotic are undeniable. And uh, it's just mind boggling. So, so here I am now basically, you know, looking at being comfortable with less, really finding out what is really, 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 really important, you know, and what could be basically training ground. training ground and basically becoming more skeptical when it comes to what feels good the way I see what feels good and the way I see what feels bad and the kind of label that I've put in I think that's kind of pen those those two Pandora boxes have been the lead has been flung flung wide open and uh, it's going to be interesting where that takes me uh, you know in terms of that, and I guess a um, last silly point. Actually, I'll just stand still for a minute uh, about sex. So I've been getting a little quieter. I mean, of course, you know, being the winter definitely doesn't hurt. I do believe the intermittent fasting and God knows what else. You know, of course, where I am. You know, of course, if you don't have the environmental trigger, you know, women kind of uh, seeing shoulders and hips and, you know, you have all those suggestive uh, conditions. And uh, and even talking to Gilles. And, of course, you know, not ruling it out, but really more and more, it just seems to be making more sense and the idea seems to be settling in. Just, it's like, is that really a big deal? To be a celibate? Is your life better if you're not? It's like, where does that come from? You know? How is that thing? 
how does that thing dictate? And I'm like, it doesn't. Being with somebody or not being with somebody is just like speaking languages or no. It doesn't matter. You know, what matters is the why. Why are you embarking on this Camino to look for a partner or to, you know, to remain uh, single, you know, on, on uh, um, permanent sabbatical? I'm like, it doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with that. So if, if what I'm really looking at that kind of happiness, kind of unconditional one, then it doesn't, none of those things matter. You know, there is nothing missing. You know, if, if I'm in a place to where I'm thinking, oh, if I had that, I would feel better, that has nothing to do with happiness. You know, the grass is always greener. So one is to own, to learn to own each moment better, number one. Of course, you know, I'm curious, and as I'm, as you leave, you move forward, so you don't just sit on your laurel, and, well, I have what I have, and I'm just going to keep maintaining that, and then that's it. I don't need anything else. It's not that either. You know, you don't have to be in a black, black or white. But there are no conditions that are missing or a requisite in order for you to have that sense of belonging, that sense of, yes, that sense of, yeah, I'm here, this is who I am, this is my life, and I'm owning it, and I'm going to be, you know, like the, the peaceful warrior, the, is that the way of peaceful warrior? That milkman, milkman, is that milkman his name? Daniel Milkman. And uh, actually, I should get that book again. I like that book. I think it's a way, the way of a peaceful warrior. So to own that life instead of feeling like a victim, you know, and uh, and then the rest, well, just be what it'll be. For now in my life, you know, the, the, the trend, the pattern is that, yeah, Anthony, you, you seem to be more fitted for a solitary life, for a single life. That, that just is, you know, because I would, you know, and I know, even with Pilar, you know, if we were to have something again, that it would not be the end all in all. I'm not done. I'm still, as in uh, the alchemist, I'm not done looking for my treasure. So I'm still looking, and I have not had that feeling to where I'm like, yeah, this is where I want to put my bags. And living the nomadic life that I've been living, you know, basically this being comfortable with this silliness called impermanence, where like, well, we'll see where I am tomorrow or next month. Uh, and like, let's see what happened. And and to be honest, anyway, you know, when it comes to that, sure, it is something that is a little bit on my mind, not much. I'm really not thinking much about a partner. Though if I was to meet somebody with whom that, with whom that illusory sense of intimacy and sharing and complicity, if I had that, <laughs> there's no question that that would change everything and I would be completely fine. But at the same time, that what I have in my life, you know, it's like, I guess, feeling blessed, you know, maybe the best that I can come up with. But I don't feel lucky, you know, I don't feel like either, it's not like I don't feel lucky and I don't feel like I deserve it. It is what it is. But it is sweet, I have to admit. It is, yeah, it is sweet tasting, uh, you know, for now, you know. And I know 
you know, the also or the story of the guy to whom something happened and everybody's always looking at just what's happening now and he's like, well, yeah, maybe, we'll see. And then things keep changing, you know, up and down, sunny, rainy, cold and hot, and that's life. So if you're looking for that place where nothing changes, well, it's more than likely called death. And maybe not even that, but that's your best shot. Not in life. You're not, we're not in charge, and we don't know. We don't know, you know. We, we keep scratching. Rascar, eh? Uh, rascamos en las superficies. We, we, we scratch the surface, but that's it. We, we just, we little rats that are just clueless, but can help. You know, we have to act, we have to make decision, and then we, we keep trying to make sense of it. And it seems to be inevitable that we do all of those things. And maybe, maybe just maybe, the idea of relativizing all of it so you don't take it so seriously, so you're not just completely overwhelmed when things do not go your way or they go completely your way. Or, you know, you have this crazy train wreck, you know, where your life is just bad over as you know it. And then, you know, how do you find a way to make peace with that and then to deal with that? where you don't create more drama than needs be. Anyway, so on this beautiful afternoon, early afternoon, maybe looking forward to a hot shower. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to enjoy walking for a bit here. So wishing you a beautiful day, wherever you are. And uh, until then, my friends, buen camino.